When I entered Armand Beasley's library that night for what would be the first and last time, it inspired the awe I always felt in the presence of a great mass of books. The myriad shelves held a wealth of volumes, each with its own subtle secrets and echoes of the past, and I was humbled to realize that I would only ever know a minute fraction of them in my lifetime. But on that night, I also got an inkling of the horrors books can hold, the spine-tingling evil of any truly good thing gone bad, for under Beasley's gilded Morocco spines and original dust jackets lurked deadly secrets, one of which nearly sent me to the great library in the sky. The door of Armand Beasley's seventeenth-century manor house, Watersmeet, swung open with a groan to reveal a gaunt, thin-nosed man of roughly my own age, thirty-two, wearing round, wire-rimmed glasses and a shoulder-length ponytail. The ponytail was shiny, dark, and clean, and the man was striking in a male-model sort of way. I had the vague feeling I'd seen him somewhere before. Hello, I said, attempting friendliness in the face of his unsmiling silence. He regarded us seriously as cool air from the big old house wafted into the warm late August evening, sweeping over us like a gentle breeze. I'm Alex Plumtree, and this is my friend, Angela Mayfield. My companion, the tiny, blonde, bobbed, athletic woman, who was first my friend from university and now an author for Plumtree Press, shot me a resentful glance and drew herself up to her full height of five feet and one inch. Peevish and intense, Angela was dressed to stun in a fuchsia knit dress that contrasted dramatically with her tan and ended well above her golden knees. Angela, who was a fairly tough nut, was on the difficult side of a bad case of unrequited love, and I was the object of her affections. She didn't like it when I broadcast signals indicating that she wasn't my girlfriend. As the man at the door silently assessed us, I reflected irritably that Angela was nothing if not persistent. In fact, she had been camped at the Plumtree ancestral home, the Orchard, all summer, ever since I'd asked her to come down to London in late May for author publicity photos in front of the plum trees. She had simply never left, and never offered an explanation. Tonight she had spotted on my desk the invitation to Armand's party, addressed to Alex Plumtree and friend, and had invited herself along. So I'd had to develop a new art form, the art of communicating in subtle ways that Angela and I were not together. I introduced her casually. I stood at a slight distance. I rarely touched her. Angela knew all too well that the woman I wanted to be with that night, and every night, was Sarah Townsend. But Sarah was, as usual, remote in mind as well as body at the moment, halfway through a six-month secondment to her investment bank's Paris office. The ponytailed man nodded formally and gestured to indicate that we were to step inside. Giles Rutherford, he said with measured cordiality and utmost seriousness, stepping back as he swung open the door. I'm pleased to meet you. The party's this way. Giles. The name snapped into place. I had heard about him via the Bedford Square grapevine, a surprisingly accurate communications network for those of us involved in the incestuous world of book publishing in London. The walls of the buildings in Bedford Square, where our small family publishing firm had its offices, 
had been privy to the most cherished secrets of Bloomsbury's writers, book publishers, and collectors for centuries. More temporary occupants of the square, like me, heard them too. According to the grapevine, there was some doubt as to whether Giles merely assisted Armand with his library or had duties of a more personal nature. I told myself it was none of my business and did as he instructed, following Angela through the entry and into the great hall, treading on Turkish carpets that covered creaky wooden floors. A waiter approached us, offering a tray of heavy crystal champagne flutes, and I took one, sipping my champagne as I looked about.